Hello and welcome to Voltimum's first IoT Smart Solutions podcast. I'm joined today by Steve Martin, Head of Specialist Groups at the ECA, Simon Buddle, Education Director at Cedia, Paul Collins, the Technical Services Manager for NIC, EIC and Alexa, Jason Ford, the Technical Sales Manager for Osram, and Jenny Smith, Marketing Manager for Ventaxia. So, We've named our panel the Smart Solutions Panel, but what, in your view, is a smart solution? Jenny, we'll start with you. Thank you. I think the key thing in that statement is the word solution. So what is a smart solution and what we have to be able to do with our smart solutions is provide a solution to a problem. So if I'm going to relate it to ventilation, for example, one of the biggest problems found in residential properties is indoor air quality. So what we need to ask ourselves is how can smart solutions provide a solution to the problem of indoor air quality, for example. The Royal College of Physicians have published a report saying that around 40,000 people are dying every year in the UK due to air pollution. So I want to be able to use smart solutions to help with that. As an example of that, in your home you might have technologies that talk to each other. So you might have a thermostat that tells you how warm it is in the property that thermostat will be by room. It might be very warm in that room. It might be, say, the baby's room, for instance. It might be a nursery. It might get to a set temperature, and at that point, it'll be triggered to perhaps close the blinds to stop the sun coming in, increase the ventilation, for example, to help remove some of the warm air. Perhaps you've got heating, where the heating can intelligently um, receive information about the weather forecast over the next five days. It will react to that weather, so it knows it's going to be cold, there's going to be a cold snap, so perhaps it will increase its temperature. Those are the sorts of solutions that smart technologies can provide. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. It's, it's almost like it's taking automation to the next level. At one end, we've got the smart devices themselves and ease of connection via various protocols, be they wireless or wired, to enable the control. But then you've got, well, how do you want to control them? It used to just be that we had basic manual control or automatic control based on occupancy for lighting or something like that whereas now with connection to the internet and taking feeds from weather inputs and um, you know, time of day far more than we had in the basic automated systems before we can do a lot more with them mm. um, make the system more intelligent based on what is going on in the wider environment rather than just what is happening in the, the small room space that it's in. And then how smart it gets is almost how much programming time you want to do and how complex you want to make the apps. But it's certainly uh, something that's getting very exciting. And I think what works as well with the, the person on the receiving end, so if you're a consumer, if you're a householder, uh, what sort of control do you want to have? What sort of inputs do you want? How automated do you want it to be? Do you want it to make its own decisions? Do you want to have an input into that? And there's a number of different ways that you can do that. So if that's what a smart solution might look like, from an installer point of view, what does a smart solution look like? Well, I think one of the things that we hear a lot about in this day and age is wireless technology. But certainly in the, in the residential space, I think we're finding that more and more we actually need a lot of cables installed in order to enable a lot of this technology to work. And so whilst wireless is certainly part of the solution in the home, I think that we're seeing more and more that uh, smart or 
structured wiring systems need to be installed that enable not only the smart devices or the control systems, but also things like multimedia for video. Um, the way people watch TV now is changing. Historically, that all, all used to come in over uh, an aerial. But uh, in fact, we're seeing as the generations grow up that uh, more and more people are watching TV over uh, on their computers and mobile devices. And certainly, you know, when you start to talk about video, you're talking about shifting uh, a lot of bandwidth or a lot of data around the home network and that certainly isn't something that I'd want to uh, rely on a wireless network to do. You know, if you buffer uh, during the Tokyo Olympics uh, for more than 10 seconds, you're going to miss Usain Bolt doing, uh, doing his bit. So, you know, I think, uh, yeah, absolutely, there's a lot of new technology coming on board, but we still need to be aware that uh, we've, we've got to put structured wiring in to enable a lot of this technology to work. I think picking up on that, well, what you're saying, Simon, is, is that the, the wiring systems need to include data cabling and, and, and mm. that type of uh, installation. And that's where electrical contractors can pick up this type of work and, and complete these installations. I think over, over the years we have seen more consumer products which require an internet connection, TVs, DVD players, etc. So I, th- I think yeah, you're right, absolutely, a structured cabling system will support the infrastructure uh, for, for, for these smart products as they, as they come onto the market. And I think the opportunities are greater um, than just installing the cables for the electrician with what the products are coming out from manufacturers. The the electrician is almost in the space where he can do the programming. The programming is becoming a little bit more simpler, I hope you would agree, with what the, with, you know, with all the products that are coming out. So we shouldn't just stop at installing cables. We should actually um, have the larger slice of the cake and do the integration, do the programming, set up, design the system for the, for the consumer. Um, and you know, and that could be at different levels. You know, we could be looking at a simplistic level, you know, mid-range, or even you know, a full home theatre system. I think the opportunities are there. The opportunities are great and, and huge for for the electrical installer. I think some other bits as well leading on from that. Yeah, installation, setting up, and commissioning, get it all running. But then there's ongoing maintenance. I mm. think that that's a sector that's a that area, uh, yeah. electrical contractors really haven't looked at for 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 the residential sector specifically. Mm. You have updates on devices on a regular basis. My phone keeps getting updated by Apple, so I need to then make sure that it connects to my my internet connection. So there is opportunities there. That's a really good point, and that's actually somewhere that manufacturers can help. Um, That's an area where we should build into our products when they're in the home. They should be able to enable that maintenance. They should be able to enable ease of installation. So they should make it much easier. So um, you can install one of our ventilation systems using an app rather than having to use fiddly little dip switches and things like that but actually more to your point when it comes to maintenance in, in the ventilation world you want to be told when your filters need changing you don't mm. want to have to remember you want yeah. to get um, a text message from your ventilation system telling you by the way did you know it's time to change your filters that's the kind of support and solution that the smart technology can provide and it's interesting because actually what we're beginning to see I think is that you need to be multi-skilled and we're almost looking at a new type of person out in the field, a sort of smart home technician that does actually know a little bit about some ventilation, knows about some lighting, mm. certainly knows a little bit about internet security and maybe some, some multimedia, some, some home entertainment stuff. And so traditionally uh, an electrician may have had a really detailed knowledge of his specialist field but going forward a smart home technician might know 
a number of elements from ventilation through heating, through electrics, even DC grid and certainly the smart energy and mm. smart meters going forward are going to play a big part in the uh, market space. We, we see a, a change in, in the, the, the need for, for competence for installers, as, as you say. And, and with NICIC, we've been working with Cedia uh, to develop uh, courses for uh, data installers and uh, network installers, as well as working with organisations like Venaxia and Beamer to develop courses mm -hmm. uh, that are based uh, around the, uh, the competence requirements for installing ventilation systems. Yep. So, yeah, there is a change, there is a shift. In, in what type of work electrical contractors are doing. And that will continue as, as installations become more complex and more uh, technically advanced, I think we, we see a, a, a need for more upskilling, absolutely. Yeah. We also want to make them, as, as although they're more technically advanced, easy to, to put together and install, yes. it, whether they're wireless or wired. Yeah. Um, plug and play is the ideal, yeah. at least through an initial starting point. Mm. You know, if, if the installer can put it together and it works, it may not be doing everything it can possibly do it may not be completely optimized yeah. for energy saving or feedback but if you can initially put it together and it will do a basic function mm. that's really it's really important I to totally have agree, that because there's a, there's a danger that you scare people away we talk about upskilling which is a, is a very important element but I think it's upskilling is about taking advantage of the different technologies that are available to you as an installer as opposed to I have no idea how to install this product, it's <coughs> difficult to install, it's complicated. So our role as manufacturers is to make sure our products are easy to install. The upskilling required is more around the business opportunities available. It's about putting yourself um, in a place where you understand what the technologies are, you understand what's required, so you're taking advantage of this emerging market and your business can grow with that. I think it's important and probably one of the threats from, from our industry is where we talk about a plug and play we automatically kind of assign ourselves to a DIY market where actually the skill is taken out of it. How do you kind of sit from a manufacturer's point of view with regards to that? How do we define a DIY versus installed system? It's getting quite difficult now. I think the um, it's trying to bridge the gap between the installers who have very limited understanding of the systems and those who are small integrators or medium integrators. They have a better understanding of the systems. Um, it's going to take some time, some years, as the people do start to upskill to get to the point where it's okay to have systems that do require a significant amount of commissioning at day one, but where we are right now, it is often a blocker. If, it, if it's not plug and play, it's mm. a problem. Even in commercial systems that have been around for a while, Dali systems, we've had problems where people, uh, the installers put in the, the Dali controller, the head end, they'll put all the Dali light fittings in and it just sits there and does nothing until somebody comes along later and does the commissioning and only then do you find out there's a connection problem, there's a data problem and then there's a whole loop of things required to get to the bottom of the problem. So um, it's, it's, it's a tricky ground at the moment. I, I've heard that type of story a lot and I absolutely agree it is tricky ground. I used to hear many years ago, I've been doing lighting systems for a long time and I used to hear electricians um, during uh, meetings suggest that Dali wasn't the right solution to go into a property simply because when you uh, put a Dali system in if you had any maintenance issues with it then you'd need somebody with a laptop to come along and fix that thing and so I always said to these guys well get a laptop <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's probably the where we're going you know that, that actually 
we, we sit at the beginning of a massive tide of smart home technology going in and there simply aren't the integrators out there. Every home that's built has an electrician uh, work in it and every home going forward that's going to be built will have a smart meter going in. That's been mandated by the government. So there is already a need for smart technicians. There is already a need and there are already people, the electricians who are in the houses doing the work what they need to be able to do is grow their skill set and their confidence so that they can provide that basic level of infrastructure installation and then move their businesses forward and let, let's be honest about this move their businesses forward so that they can make some money out of what they're doing and I've been around smart technology enough to know that actually most of the widgets at the end of the bits that came don't make you very much money but actually installing an infrastructure to make it work and then maintaining it, looking after that stuff, that absolutely does enable you to make some money. Fantastic. Smart solutions, smart business, it seems. So uh, thank you to my panellists uh, today and uh, listen out for more Baltimore Smart Panel podcasts in the future. Thank you.